Hello, people on the internet, and welcome to what may very well be the final episode of Chris and Matt Abandoned Their Premise, because if everything goes according to plan in this particular episode of this particular podcast, we will have a premise, and we won't have to be, you know, twisting in the wind as we have been for the last few weeks after we gave up on our premise of writing a blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. And every, all will be well, you know. Um, the world will have stability again because we'll have a premise for our podcast, and everything will be. Yeah, since since we stopped having a premise, global markets have tur- turned. Widespread yeah. famine has ravaged the countryside. Yeah, uh, the dead have risen. <laughs> that I was not aware of. Uh, my toe has been bleeding <laughs> profusely uh, for about three weeks now. Wow, that's yeah, it's a lot of blood. You you would think that you would have had some sort of like um issue where you need to go to a hospital if you're totally Oh, I did. They said oh. there's nothing they could do and they sent me home. But they <laughs> did they wrapped a they wrapped a plastic bag around my foot and tied it off with a rubber band and said, "When this fills up, just grab a new one." Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's a good thing that the plastic bag ban has not been like countrywide because otherwise you would have a plastic bag to tie around your foot to keep the blood in. It's very true. Uh, Finally, the causes of climate change are finally helping me (laughs) do nothing. I guess just continue to bleed. I've lost a lot of blood, though. A lot of blood. You know, they, 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 your doctor had the slipknot approach to doctoring, which is yeah. They said, let's just wait and wait and bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Good old slipknot. Uh, New new song out today. They've been trending all day. I saw the trending briefly, but they're not trending as much as Grumpy Cat, who died today. Poor yeah, one rip, out for Grumpy Cat. Rip. I wrote an obituary for him today. <laughs> it was Wait, uh, one of the highlights. Her, excuse cat. me, her, her, her. Yeah, uh, don't I misgenderize do- cats. I frequently misgender animals, and people get very annoyed about it. <laughs> Although, I'm very gender fluid with my dog, so uh, yeah. he or she will frequently change gender because... I don't really think about it that much when it comes to animals, which yeah. I guess is I guess is kind of rude, but I don't think dogs yeah. necessarily think about it that much yeah. either. No, in I the don't same think they think hu- about it at all. In the same way humans do, at least. Yeah, I think dogs don't yeah, have any concept of, certainly, I mean, certainly not in a uh, separating gender from biological sex sense. Sure. And, and even in a biological sex sense, they don't even ever think about it. They don't even think about, like... Food. All they think about is fucking and sucking. <laughs> really sucking. That's that's. I didn't realize uh, animals were into the. Oh that. yeah. That's a interesting animal fact. Anyways, like I yeah, this is uh, part of our new segments. Interesting animal fact. Animal fact number one: animals are into yeah. fucking and sucking. Speaking of our segments, I think last week we quasi introduced a segment that was uh. Uh, was it a GFT or GTFO? Uh, yeah. But I think, I'm not sure, because I didn't listen to it enough, but I think I kept saying, uh, GTW, as opposed to GTF, which is... What is GTW? I don't know. I think it's because... Got that win. (laughs) I think it's because, like, by the way, it's BTW. No, you definitely said GT, wait, good for them, GFT, GFT. I hope I did, because it got in my head. I was like, oh, am I saying the wrong thing? Yeah, our segment, good for them, or get the fuck out. Because anyways, this podcast is about writing a movie. Now it's not. Also, I'm Chris Morgan. I'm Matt Shemkowitz. And we've been, for the last few weeks, trying to figure out what this podcast is going to be. And this episode is sort of going to be 
in some way a test pilot for what this podcast might be, and it might become a podcast about us going down Wikipedia, what do you call it, Wikipedia wormholes and skimming Wikipedia and looking through Wikipedia. And so what this episode is going to be is us seeing if that premise works for a podcast and works for us having a podcast. Because right now I'm, at, I'm on the main page of Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. I'm seeing all the different languages, English, Espanol, I'm guessing that's Russian, Italiano, Portuguese, Polsky, Francais, Deutsch, and a couple of languages that are Asian in origin that I cannot possibly begin to understand. I'm looking at the Wikipedia for animal, looking to see if there's any information on whether animals like to fucking suck. Well, I feel pretty confident that they like one of those things. The, uh, fucking... the sucking part? Yeah, I can oh, yeah. see that. Because they, because they, you know, all well, animals are part vacuum, so they love I, to suck. Now I'm on probably what is probably the best Wikipedia article known to man, and it is the animal attack Ooh. Wikipedia entry. Yeah, this is, yeah, that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about just looking at random bullshit on Wikipedia. What I was going to do was click on the English thing and see what happened if they show me to a random page on Wikipedia. Just shows you a picture of Hugh Grant. <laughs> I'm on the main page of Wikipedia. It's telling me, oh, today's feature article is on... Uh, Edward II. Ooh, and William H. Seward has also recently been featured. Tropical Depression 19E from 2018. And Farrell Smith. I don't know who that is. I'm clicking on that. See, this is what the podcast is. It's saying, it's saying Farrell Smith, born Ju- 23rd of July 1995, is an English soprano who rose to fame appearing on the second series of the ITV television talent show Britain's Got Talent in 2008. Mm. I've never heard of her. Nope. She's, wait. Holy shit. She appeared in 2008. She's only 23 years old. So that means she was Very 12. Young. Yeah, she's a child. She had a concept album based on Alice in Wonderland, which makes sense <laughs> when you're a child. Because <laughs> it's a very childish thing. But of course, when you're an adult, you have to put away childish things. That's what the Bible told me. The Bible says when you're an adult, put away childish things. That's part of a verse of the Bible. Like I'm, what, your Transformers action figures? Yeah, your beanie babies. <laughs> your st- your book of stickers that you like? Yeah, your book of Mormon. I'd actually, maybe you don't put that away if you're religious. Yeah. If you're no, religious. I, thought, I thought you were talking about the play, the book of Mormon. Yeah, you gotta put that away because you're tired of Josh Gad's bullshit. <laughs> Well, if you're a kid, you love Josh Gad. Yeah, he's Olaf. Because you right? love 1600 Pen. <laughs> oh god, I think it was, was Craig Kinnear in that? No, that's uh, Bill Pullman reprising oh, his role so as close. the president. <laughs> yeah, he he was the president from Independence Day, where his name was what James T. Whitmore. Yeah, his name was James T. President. <laughs> Randy Quaid, R.I.P. <laughs> how is Randy, Randy Quaid? Not Qu- dead Randy yet? Quaid is a lot alive and terrifying. Yeah, but how? Uh, geez, the human body, for all of its failings, can keep you alive. Uh, nothing more than, I guess, gasoline that you're yeah. huffing Remember and, like, the occasional was, insect. He was talking about star fuckers or whatever for a while. <laughs> he, he was, I do remember a video of him, like, having sex and wearing a Rupert Murdoch mask. Oh, my God. <laughs> why are both of so, those things happening? So fucking crazy. I don't understand why anybody's having sex with Randy Quaid. I don't understand why a Rupert Murdoch that. Maybe the person thought he was Rupert Murdoch, and the mask was very convincing. Oh, it was a um, Tony Clifton situation. Yeah, it was a Tony Clifton situation, or like the plot of of any Shakespeare play. 
But who is that fucking piece of... Bob Zamuda. Mm-hmm. That fucking scumbag piece of shit who kept, like, talking about how he dressed as, like, uh, he like he's pretending to be Jimmy... Or Jim <laughs> Jim Carrey. Not, not Jimmy Carrey. No, we never called him Jimmy Carrey. He was uh, dressing, dressing up as Jimmy Carter. <laughs> pretending to be Jimmy Carter. <laughs> I wish. That'd be amazing. The old Peter Farmer himself. But, no, Bob Zamuda, in very cool form, as a very cool guy... He kept going on like podcasts or whatever, like or like in his like book he wrote, like and Bob Zamuda has basically made a living off of like um, the death of Andy Kaufman. Basically, he's like been trying to like, but like mm-hmm. he kept like bragging. He's like, oh, I pretended I was Jim Carrey dressed as like Bob of as dressed as Tony Clifton, and I got women to fuck me. And it basically, which is like fucked up because if that, that was true, pretty, it's pretty horrifying situation. And, yeah. yeah but also, like, there's no way that's true because nobody is is going to confuse Bob Zamuda for Jim Carrey, even dressed as uh, as Tony Clifton. But he just, my, what I'm hoping is that he just thought it was like a cool story to tell. It's like, hey, here's a cool story I'm telling about the time I pretend to be somebody else to get women to fuck me, which is tantamount to like, you know, rape, sex crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it said, it said, like Mark Maron was like, just like a great story, and then just moved on. Yeah. I always remember from the time you had comedy bang bang, uh, talking to Ben Schwartz and uh, Scott Ackerman in that episode. Yeah, but good old I think well, Farrell Smith. Zam- has a, Zamuda was on the episode, or there yeah. was someone playing Zamuda. No, Tony Clifton. Uh, Zamuda as Tony Clifton was on there. Are, but you sure it was him, or it was someone playing him? Uh, no, it was it was Zamuda as Clifton. Hmm. Uh, yeah, man. There's been a lot of seasons of Britain's Got Talent. Farrell <laughs> Smith was on the second one, along with a. Uh, a person called Signature, and a person and a combo called Kate and Jin. Oh, okay. Well, tell me about Signature. I want to tell you about Kate and Jin because right. uh, you want because Kate and Jin are a musical canine freestyle act consisting of Kate Nicholas from Norbury Cheshire and her dancing border collie Jin. So <laughs> it was a, it was a dog. You did say canine. Yeah, it was a dog and a woman, uh, and. They were on a show also, oh, television appearances after the book deal. They had a book deal uh, <laughs> included on Alan Carr's Celebrity Ding Dog and Gordon Ramsay <laughs> Cook Along Live. <laughs> the Celebrity Ding Dong? I got to see what that is. This is what yeah. the is going to be. It's a bunch of yeah. dumb bullshit. I'm going to look up. I was at the uh, the uh, page for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, but I guess I'll go to Celebrity Ding Dong. Uh, it's uh, Let's see. It's a game show on, let's see, voiceover commentary between rounds. What's the premise? The first series was based around the game show format from two teams. Celebrities and civilians were asked a series of questions relating to the other team's lifestyle. Rounds included Celebrity Crips, Life Swap, Kiss and Tell, and How the Other Half Live. Producers I'm... claim that fantastic prizes can be won, much like a traditional game show format. Can be won. Uh, I'm looking at this. Legitimately, the only celebrity that I know from Richard this e. entire is Richard E. Grant. I don't know who any of these other people are. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that they're just like BBC actors and Probably. English singers. Wait, you mean um, you don't know Mylene Kloss? <laughs> I don't know Mylene Kloss. <laughs> you don't know any do- the, celeb- uh, the civilian team? Oh, wait. I do know Jermaine Jackson. I uh, I missed him. Because uh, he didn't get a bold. He didn't no. get a bold titling. Were the, Even bold, the-, the, cap- the captains, I wonder? And well, for no. a second, I thought that Johnny Vegas was Johnny Knoxville. And I was like, nope, different city. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I looked at uh, Johnny Vegas. Uh, I mean, I don't want to knock anybody, but like... 
you think you could get a better Wikipedia photo than the one that Jenny Vegas has. Uh, I mean, have you ever seen a Wikipedia photo? They're all notoriously terrible. Yeah, have you ever seen? Have you ever gotten like the Wikipedia photo for like the human body, just like some random Asian guy naked? Let me take a look at this. I want to see this. I want to see. Wait, I typed in human. What do you think the first the first the first result is after the word human? Uh, I don't know because it's covered by like your uh, Skype thing. But what I'm it's, seeing it's, are human evolution, human penis, human body, human trafficking, and human cannibalism. I get human human penis size. All right, uh, I'm definitely looking at human penis size. Yeah. The the diagram for human penis size is something else. I gotta see this. I already think this is a great idea for a podcast. I'm glad we're doing it. Hold human. on, studies studies like oh. it. Flats. <laughs> It's very good. It's, it's extremely good. It has to be an erect pad, of course. Okay. Uh, oh, the uh, one study found the mean flaccid penis size is 3.5 inches. That seems like a stretch. Hey, I'm going to take and that. And, of course, one of the photos is of uh, measuring an erect micro penis. <laughs> and also a, um uh, ancient Roman fresco from the House of Vidi, which includes a man with a giant-ass penis. <laughs> that dude's dick is... He, it looks like he's holding it up by it string. It looks like a marionette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. That's it's good like, stuff. It's like I got a... Uh, oh, variants. Genetic. Conditions. This, and environmental this... influence. <laughs> This picture of the measurement of the erect micropenis seems so unnecessary. Yeah. It seems it's like a so weird much choice. more graphic than every other picture on yeah. here. It is very specific <laughs> and kind of upsetting to me. I'm not, I'm not knocking various mm-hmm. things, but uh, the human body, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, the human body's a real nightmare. Despite the fact, of course, that Randy Quaid is still alive. Yeah. Still pretty sad state of it, affairs oh, for the rest of us. It's magical, but it's also uh, a piece honestly, of Honestly, Randy Quaid still being alive might be a failing of the human body as, like, a whole for humanity as a yeah. whole. Yeah. I looked up Grey's Anatomy because there's a link, and it included, uh, let's see here. I could a link to Dan Brown's Inferno and the TV show The Good Doctor. <laughs> Uh, Hold on, <laughs> I'm, I'm locked in a wiki hole for the erect penis, <laughs> for the entry for erection, and there is, I mean, there's a lot of pictures of boners on here, but there's one just erection visible beneath clothing. <laughs> it is very funny. Uh, oh, there's also an erect horse penis, which brings oh. us full circle back to animal sexuality. Yeah, which is where this episode of this podcast began but one of the if we if we do the wikipedia podcast one of the segments is going to be the thing where i try and guess people who are on the guests oh, right, right. On, you know yeah. what now that we're talking about boners i'm going to switch over to the uh <laughs> uh fucking what's the fucking asshole's name sinatra santana Santana. I'm sorry, I'm laughing so much at the erection entry that uh, I forgot what our only segment was, which is you trying to guess all of the guest stars on Supernatural, his 1999 hit album. So far, I have one, Rob Thomas. Yeah, you have one with Rob Thomas. And I've been preoccupied with trying to figure out that guy. (laughs) Maria, Maria. I'll give you a hint on... uh, the guest on Maria Maria. Please do. It's more than one person. Oh, wow. 
Well, the only person I know is the person who sang Maria, Maria, you're my <laughs> the West Side Story. In my classic great singing voice. Yeah. I feel like every time you sing that song, it gets worse and worse. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think if who could... Well, I feel like Santana doesn't have drums on any of his uh, albums, so it's like not going to be Jeff Lynne. Or chance that is, the hold on, that's one hundred percent not true. There is there is there are drums on Santana records. I can't think of a single drum. I can only <laughs> think of drums on work. smooth. No way. I refuse to believe it. All I remember is I'm the pretty sure there part. are drums on Black Magic Woman as well. Got a Black Magic Woman. Now do the drum solo. I don't know. I feel like do, 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 that, do, do, do. I feel like he has that instrument that's like makes like the sound. That's like like a, oh, oh, just a whip. No, I'm not thinking of the. I'm thinking of like the sound you hear like on um the Muppets cover of Kokomo. Oh, uh, Paul Reiser. <laughs> yeah, the instrument that is Paul Reiser. What is uh the Muppets also have that uh um cover of you drive me crazy that used yes. to be on like Nick Jr. all the time and yes, that's yes, the one yes, with yes, Paul yes, Reiser yes, yes. on it, right? Oh, there, that was one with like all the celebrities, like Whoopi. Yeah, and of course they're uh, Kermit the Frog's a kind of cover of Once in a Lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this isn't my beautiful house. This isn't my. This is my beautiful wife. This isn't my beautiful house. How did I get here? Into the Kermit dancing, and it's actually really good in a way. Mm-hmm. That's a good song, and it's interesting to watch Kermit flail his arms about as he thinks about how it's same as it ever was, which is kind of existential for Kermit. Did you watch the Muppets mockumentary sitcom? No. I did. Is it good? It was okay. People didn't like it because Kermit was kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fascinating. It was a mockumentary about the making of like a new Muppet show. That's, well, it was a, about a talk show hosted by Miss Piggy, and Kermit was working with Miss Piggy, even though Kermit was dating a different pig named Denise. So it's kind of like a 30 Rock? 30 Rock beats The Office meets The Muppets. And gotcha. I, didn't, I didn't think it was bad. A lot of people did not like it. I thought it was fine. When it got, when it got that canceled. That sounds like a weird, a weird thing within Muppet history, oh, yeah. for sure. It was definitely weird. It was like an adult sitcom about The Muppets. And at one point, Kermit says, what can I say? I'm into pigs. Because his new girlfriend, Denise, was also a pig. But she had a southern accent and wore glasses. Hmm. But yet he was working on it. It was like it was like he had to have a he had a working relationship with his ex, Miss Picky. The I, I don't know. I don't know if Kermit really needs to uh, explain what he's sexually attracted to. He doesn't need to turn yeah. to the camera and say, "What do you say? I'm into pigs." But they did it on that show. It's and like, like we get it. We get it. Yeah, you're sexually into pigs, even though you're a frog man. Yeah, and Fo- I mean, I, it's it's really it's really anyone's guess what the, was fuck, with what the, the fuck any of these Muppets actually are. I mean, look, listen, people are people accept Godzilla, Godzilla, Gonzo, fucking chickens who can't. People talk. don't. Ex- people do not accept that. That's like a very it's a very polarizing aspect of Muppet lore. Yeah, I mean, because they can't talk, and he seems to be into them. It seems very bestial in many ways, just because you are like... He also has kind of like a polygamous relationship with them, in that he's like got a million chickens around him at all times. Yeah. You know, Gon- Gonzo's canceled. Yeah, let's drag Gonzo. This is our 
sort of say where we cancel people this week. We're yeah, this, Gonzo. Is a, this is a, a GFO, a GFT, or a GTFO. Gonzo, I'm saying GTFO. GTFO, Gonzo, you're canceled. Gonzo, if you're listening to this, I don't care Go if you're like really an alien. <laughs> you're canceled. Gonzo is totally canceled for his problematic relationship with chickens and his, <laughs> his, his similarly polygamist uh, relationship with like non like anthropomorphic chickens. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I gotta pick up people who might be on the uh, Supernatural album. I've done a very bad job of guessing so far. <laughs> yep. Hmm. I think if you think of the year, you might be able to pull out a couple of them. I've but, tried. Uh, 1999. Let's see how many albums this has sold. Just to re- guess how long Supernatural is. Oh, 72 minutes. Really close. 74 minutes. Wow. Which I, I feel like by some estimates it would push it over to a, du- a dual disc, but I'm pretty sure it was just one disc. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's like way over it, an hour. It sold 30 million copies. Oh, man. Music used to sell. I was just reading earlier, I think it was actually yesterday. I was reading an article about the Backstreet Boys album Millennium. Oh, that was and, big. It sold two yeah. million albums like the first week or yeah. something. Yeah, and it was talking about how like albums used to be a thing that sold. It's talking about how like you know technically like it's a different era where like, people sell albums and like you know people like it's, music. The music industry is completely different than it used to be back then. Like, let's see who could possibly be on Supernatural. Hmm. So many choices. I mean, there's so many music. 30 million people bought this record. Yeah. It was a massive hit. 1999. Ah, let's see. Let me think of how... Uh, I, tur- I turned Three 13. guesses. I turned... In the thir- meantime, I'm going to read you some facts about um, the album. Please do. Uh, okay. Uh, the album is one of the best-selling albums in the world with over 30 million copies worldwide and 11.8 sold in the United States alone. It is the best-selling album by Hispanic artists, speaking at number one in many countries. Mm. According to the Guinness Book of World Records in 2005, it was the band's first album to peak at number one on the two Billboard 200 since Santana 3 in 1971, uh, making it the longest gap between two number one albums, 28 years in total. It's hard to think about 1999 being only 28 years from <laughs> 1971. Yeah. Man, well, time... Keeps on spinning, spinning, spinning. <laughs> That's a combination of things. You know, I'm going to lean into that whole Latino thing, and I'm going to try and guess, try and think of a few Latino artists. Is okay. Jennifer Lopez on the album at all? Nope, 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 nope. Mm. She had, she was breaking around the same time. Yeah, breaking to Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, that that movie's actually uh, about J Lo's rise to power. I wish. Uh, okay. Because it'd be kind of, I mean, I've been, well, I don't know, I've been early for her. I, I mean, yeah, 1986, it would have yeah. been amazing if they predicted it. It would really impress It would be like how everyone, anytime anything happens, they're like, the Simpsons thought of this already. <laughs> yeah, the show's been out for over 600 episodes. I saw one recently that was fucking so dumb. They're like, the Simpsons predicted the most recent episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah and like, it was so, just like, it there was, was just a like dragons dragon attack, attacking thing. a city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, internet. Yeah, fuck you. Hey, the internet. Good for them or get the fuck out. I'm saying get, get the, the fuck, the out, fuck out of here. Internet, uh, you're canceled. I think I already have uh, guessed Mar- both Mark Anthony and Enrique Iglesias. Which means uh, you did already guess those, I believe. Which means I'm already You've, out of Latino artists I know yeah, of. Yeah, you couldn't even think of Ricky Martin. I can't, you can't think even of think of the. I know he wasn't on there. 
the Latin explosion of 1999. Ooh, is Gloria Estefan on there? No, I, oh. I think you should move away from Latino okay. uh, or I Latina only have artists. One more guess. Um, in this, hmm, let me think. 1999. Uh, Enema uh, on the state hadn't yet captured a magazine. It's not Blink 182. I can tell you that much. Although that would have been truly unreal. Unreal. So it probably wasn't Constance Zimmer, the star of Unreal. No. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Constance Zimmer. Uh, fuck, 1999. What was going on in the world of music back then? I wasn't... I was just starting to get into popular music. But actually, no. That, I was maybe more starting to get into punk in 1999. I can definitely tell you that one song called Wishing It Was features a series of collaborations that make me find this song fascinating and i i kind of want to listen to it oh man let me think there's no way you're ever gonna get it Uh, the combination is so bizarre it makes me want to jump off a bridge bizarre combinations the real pickles and ice cream of music yeah it's a real pickles and ice cream Shout the real, to... the real, the real sad, the real sad part of this is that our listeners are never gonna know who all of the collabos. Uh, I know. Smooth, I, I, I uh, only have. How many am I supposed to guess in this game? I, I think I, you're only supposed to get five of yeah, them. Yeah, to, right. to be honest, and I've already gotten one so far, and it was Rob uh-huh. Thomas from the most iconic combination uh-huh. of all of them. I feel like, yeah. Oh, let me think. Uh... Do you want me to start giving you hints? Yeah, I think it needs to be happening now. Okay. Uh, what's a hint? Okay, one of these, one of these collaborators is canceled. Oh shit! A canceled musician. <laughs> yes. Well, probably not Ryan Adams. No, he hadn't popped yet. Who's a canceled? Mu- oh, oh no! Too early for Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And somehow I feel like a lot of people haven't canceled him, which, hey, no, canceling people, get your shit together and cancel he, Chris Brown. Chris Brown's kind of got a little bit of that, like, Donald Trump, Teflon Don kind of thing, where yeah. he's just, like, so bad and so awful and so does not care that people are canceling him that he's just going to keep going. Yeah. It's going to be, like, kind of like an R. Kelly situation where it's going to take, like, him <laughs> being, like, arrested, I guess, for people. Yeah. To yeah. to stop, but like, um, did, yeah. Remember, like a year. Remember, like maybe 2013, with like the Grammys was just like you know what? Instead of the Grammys this year, we're just gonna do a salute to Chris Brown. God damn that piece of shit! Uh, let me think. Yeah, real bad oh, guy. But I don't think Michael Jackson would have shown up on there in the posthumous canceling situation. Who's a canceled musician? Who I mean, there could be more than one canceled musician on this, but uh, uh, there's one that stands out to me. He's also a musician that's not... He's canceled, but not like... I feel like he could still do some stuff, even though what he did was so terrible. Oh, shit. Fuck. So it's probably... I mean, it's probably not John Mayer, then, because he's, he's like not that far along the canceled... I mean, what he's like... That, an, oh, man, I don't even know about John Mayer. Well, he's like an asshole, and like he had like that... Playboy interview several years ago mm-hmm. that came across as kind of racist-ish. Oh, I yeah, think I familiar... remember that. Yeah. Where this he... one, this one is he... this one is along the lines of that uh, Bob Zabuda story you told earlier. Oh fuck a cop. It's very bad. Because I'm just gonna go on a John uh, John Mayer because John Mayer gave a John, uh, Playboy interview where he was like really dishing the dirt and one of the things he said was that he. I, I think he may have said he had uh, he had some sort of like 
pass relate to the African American community. I don't remember if he said the N word or not. I'm not 100 percent certain. Yikes! I 100 percent know he said he had a Benetton heart, but a David Duke dick. David Duke dick. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If your barometer for how well your interview went is unsure if I said the N word or not, you gave a bad interview for yeah. sure. <laughs> I think I think he I think he said he had a pass to say it because he hung Ugh. out with black guys like uh, Dave Chappelle and shit. But goddamn, who's what been a piece ca- of curve. I feel like it's canceled? I feel like it's a forgotten cancellation. Yeah. Um it's honestly I don't know this song, but the other collaborator on this song is very well respected. Ooh, a well respected person and a canceled person collaborating with Carlos Santana, who I feel yeah. is fairly well respected. I don't, yeah, think sure. I don't think he's a I problematic like figure. The, I, I don't think so. Uh, although, like, you know, rock musicians in the 70s. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, Probably yeah. up to some sketchy... You can cancel both of them. I, yeah. I, I just remembered a story of where uh, Jimmy Page, uh, who's uh, problematic in many ways, uh, he had a 15-year-old girlfriend, but he would tell people she was 13 because he thought it gave her gave him more cash day. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, it's so tense. <laughs> it's really fucked up. He's walking the streets right now. Uh, let me think. Oh, uh, canceled. <laughs> it sounds like you're going to try to suss out who this is just from the word canceled. Like, you're going to be like... Uh, I mean, you might be able to. If you start if you start saying the letters, you might be able to get there. Uh, Eric Clapton? Yeah, well, that wasn't who I'm thinking of, but that is a that yes. is one of them. Yes, I got one. Ah. Eric Clapton performs on the 12 minute and 27 <laughs> performs on the song "The Calling," Ooh, which boy. is produced by Santana, and it's 12 minutes and 27 seconds long. Jesus. Oh, oh, you know what? Excuse me. It says here in the notes the track 13 is actually 12 minutes 27. The calling ends at 7:48, mm-hmm. and the hidden track "Day of Celebration" starts at eight minutes and has a, a, a length of four minutes and 27 seconds. They're not. Do they don't really do uh, secret tracks anymore? I feel like no. where you had to like rewind the album from the beginning, which I remember you had to do with like a less than Jake album. <laughs> you had to rewind it to hear them like make some jokes at the beginning of the record or. It was after, in the, as in the case with uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yes. Uh, well, I got one. So, yep, so you have, you have, I gotta you get have three two more. Yeah, I gotta get three more in the future. Yeah, man. You pulled that one straight out of your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I think we should go to our final segment of the podcast, which is uh, GTF. Or we already GTF did that. Stuff. We did that so I many times. I want to we, at... we already told we already told Gonzo and the internet to get the fuck out. <laughs> I want to look at one more. We should look at one more Wikipedia page at random. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna let, cl- yeah, I'm you pick. Click at, well, I'm clicking on the segment, segment more featured articles on the Wikipedia main page. You know what's funny about this whole... Uh, I'm just going to give you a big hint about this game, about yeah. Supernatural. Uh, and remember earlier when you said you're not sure if there are drums on this mm-hmm. album. I'm going to go ahead and let you know that one of the guests on this album is, in fact, a drummer. Ooh. Interesting. I'll have to think about that. Let's see. Mm-hmm. You're out of guesses for this week. I'm out of guesses that's something for this to think week. About. I'm going to look at a random Wikipedia page under the featured articles list I scanned. I scrimmed to music, and I, well, 
No, we already did uh, a lot of music talk. I'm gonna find a different figure. Ah, media, because there's and then the media thing. There's uh, the there's films, television shows, episodes of television, media fictional figures, media biographies. Ooh, I'm gonna click a media biography at random, and we're gonna see who we're gonna get here. Who's gonna be a random media biography? And we are going to land on. Ah. I landed on Cillian Murphy, who for some reason was randomly available. Cillian Murphy, the famous actor from such films as 28 Days Later, Cold Mountain, Red Eye, and some film called Breakfast at Pluto, which got a shout-out for some reason. Oh, he's nominated for a Golden Globe for that, which is... I've never heard of the movie Breakfast on Pluto. Me neither. Somehow he got a Although Golden I do like Cillian Murphy, so... Yeah, he is, uh, he's a good actor. I'm going to uh, give him a GFT unless you're about to tell me something bad about him. Well, we'll see here. I'm going to look under his personal life section. Let's see here. He married his longtime girlfriend, Yvonne McGinnis. Which, How old is she? Whom he met in 1996 in one of his rock band shows. He's a rock band. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. We'll see. Oh, they have a couple of kids together. Let's see. She's she 40. Age appro- she age appropriate. She is because she's 46 and he's 42, so she's very age appropriate. Wow. Good for you. Good for you, Cillian Murphy. Yeah, let's see. Lifestyle section. Uh, music is still an important part of Murphy's life. Let's see here. Give it, give it up, Cillian. This he, is the saddest part of his, his career. He's a dedicated runner. Hmm. Uh, let's see. He, he was named one of GQ's 50th Best Dressed Men in 2015. Okay. Uh, his political activity includes participating in the 2007 Rock the Vote Ireland campaign. And campaigning for the rights of the homeless with the organization Focused Ireland. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. In 2012, he wrote a message of support to the former Vita Cortex workers involved in the sit in at their plant, congratulating them for highlighting what is hugely important for, to us all as a nation. He was nominated for an Empire Award for Best Newcomer over 28 Days Later. He, mm-hmm. uh, he won an Irish Film Intelligence Award for Peaky Blinders. Uh, so I think... Peaky Blinders. And his various categories are, let's see, People Educated at Presentation Brothers of Col- College of Cork, Irish Male Stage Actors. He won a Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Solo Performance in 2012. I think we can safely say, I don't know how to speak for you, but Cillian Murphy, GTF. Get the O. Oh. <laughs> GFT. Get for them. GFT. GTO. Get the out. Get the out. That's how they said it in like uh, Shakespeare times. Get the out. Yeah, when like a king wants someone removed yeah. from the court. Get the out anon. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah. we have a, a third. We have a, finally have a GFT. Uh, he's a, well, he's a, apparently a big fan of uh, Frank Zappa, but I won't hold that against him. <laughs> so yeah, congratulations to Cillian Murphy. Uh, so I guess we kind of looked through Wikipedia in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it gave us stuff to do in the podcast after you know. So uh, I see nothing about how this went to discourage us from making this the premise of the podcast going forward is looking at Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. So I think the next time people listen to us, it'll no longer be Chris and Matt abandon their premise. It may very well be Chris and Matt skim Wikipedia or whatever we end up calling it. Yeah, whatever this bullshit becomes. Yeah. So, um, uh, plugs. Uh, thank you, Gabber Media, for uh, putting this out in the world. Uh, 
despite all common sense. Yeah, and, uh, despite everyone telling you please not to. Yeah, and you can find uh, us individually on Twitter. I'm at Chris X Morgan. I'm at M Shimkowitz. And uh, yeah, so the next time you hear us, you'll probably get more of the same, more yep. Wikipedia, more nonsense, more people being canceled, more Muppets being canceled. We should, well, we should do a cancel Muppet of the Week. Yeah, next week, Fuzzy. We'll see. Don't spoil the Cancel Muppet of the Week segment. But this has been Chris and Matt abandoned the premise, perhaps for the last time under that name. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the funny pages.